Hello, and welcome to Follow the Woo podcast, where each week I, Fenelon Kush, will guide you on a journey into the land of the woo. We're going to investigate witchcraft, meditations, the paranormal and supernatural, alien and fey encounters, gurus, shamanism, and, and, and all the woo. So hold on to your butt. This just might be the weirdest part of your day. Hello, humans. This episode is going to be a little bit different. I was almost not going to post because it has been such an insane couple of weeks. But I thought, you know what? You've been on this ride with me, some of you, since the very beginning of this podcast, hearing about the different phases of initiation that I've gone through spiritually and paranormally. So why not just keep being vulnerable and open with you? Because it might be helpful for somebody listening. Let me tell you a little bit about what's going on, some updates of what's been happening in my world. My grandmother is not doing so well health-wise, and I've had to spend some time with her and, and the processing of what she's going through, which is very difficult. I know a lot of you can relate to that, I'm sure. I also have chronic pain issues. So when I'm stressed about something like my grandmother in very bad health, that can just exacerbate the physical pain that I experience. It kind of ebbs and flows depending on what's going on. My partner and I live in Los Angeles right now, but we might be moving to Somewhere else, I'm not going to disclose yet because I want to make sure it's totally set in stone before I say anything. But one of the reasons that we are relocating is because of the potential for some paranormal projects on the horizon. For those of you who are patrons, you know that when I was in Pennsylvania this last time visiting family, I also got to hang out with Timothy Renner from Strange Familiars podcast. And we went on a little bit of a cryptid slash fey hunting exploration, I'll say, one night. And I had already been talking with some producers here in Los Angeles about putting together a couple of different kinds of paranormal shows. So it was already kind of in the works. And then when I got to be on site with Tim, it was like, oh, I want to do this all the time. It's super, super fun. Those of you who have been ghost hunting, I know a lot of my listeners probably have, you know, it's very exciting. Even when it's boring, when there's nothing happening, it still feels exciting because you're investigating something with friends and you're trying to listen in a way that you don't normally listen. You can imagine having chronic pain, having to deal with my nana's health, and then moving on top of all of that. So there's lots of shit going on. If you want to see and hear more of the on-site adventures for Follow the Woo, definitely consider becoming a patron because that'll give us more money to pay for some of the equipment that we're going to need. The one show that we're working on, we may not have to pay out of pocket for our equipment, but that one's going to take a little bit longer. And we'd like to get started with some of the other on-site stuff way sooner. Hopefully by the beginning of December, we'll be doing some actual on-site investigations, boots on the ground kind of shit, which I'm really excited about. We will be doing some woo investigations internationally the first two weeks of 2022. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that one too, but it's 
I'll give you a hint. We're going to a country that has a very old connection to the tarot. That's my only hint. Right now, it's sort of just like trying to get everything prepared for what's next. But 2022 is already looking like it's going to be follow the woo 2.0. It's funny because I'm about to get to the end of living in Los Angeles at this time. And I guess there were some really big things that I needed to learn before I left. My partner and I and someone else who wishes to remain anonymous at this time took magic mushrooms. And I will tell you, it was the most difficult ritual I have ever experienced. In fact, I would say it was the hardest night of my life ever. And that's saying a lot because I've been through a lot of fucking hard shit. But dang. So Ash, my partner, and I, we've been talking about how to craft an episode to explain what happened on mushrooms. And we're hoping to get like a mushroom expert or somebody who knows a little bit more about psilocybin in general to kind of help us out with that episode because there's a lot of woo in psychedelics, especially if you're open to it, especially if you accidentally take too high of a dose, which can be extremely therapeutic, but also unbelievably uncomfortable. So that is coming someday. And in the meantime, if anybody does know a psilocybin expert or somebody who wants to talk about mushrooms, who has a lot of experience with them, um, shoot their information my way because I'd love to talk to them about this insane experience that I had. It was the end of a cycle, the tough love that I perhaps needed to be able to move on to follow the woo 2.0 in 2022. Keep your eye peeled for the mushroom ritual experience that was seemingly the final phase of step one of my initiation process. I'm hoping there's not too many more stages, but we'll see. Shadow work never ends, as many of you know. I just want to take a second here to say thank you so much for listening. I've gotten a huge increase in listeners in the past couple of months and incredible emails coming from you guys. Thank you to my patrons for supporting this podcast and for believing in what we're doing here. And thank you for believing in the message and believing in me and my specific way of speaking to people and, and, and hoping to, what my parents say is, making the paranormal normal and making the supernatural natural. Part of why I'm doing this is to help people feel more comfortable with the weird that they've experienced that they've heard that other people have experienced so that they can expand their minds a little bit more, so that they can feel a little less left out, so that we can be more open to the energies that are, are different than the ones we come into contact with every day. I really do believe we are shifting into a new paradigm, a paradigm where the veil is a bit thinner where our energies operate a bit differently. And I think that everybody who's interested in the paranormal knows that to some extent. Maybe it's not conscious, but they know that things are changing. They feel that things are changing. This could be a very remarkable time for investigating the paranormal, the supernatural, all the woo. So hold on to your butts. Now, I didn't think it was fair to just give you an episode that was me blabbing on about my very difficult year and the shit show that's been my last few weeks. So I've also added a little UFO treat for you. I was visiting my great aunt about a month ago, 
And I was telling her about this podcast. My cousins were there, my uncle, my mom's. And just out of nowhere, she proceeded to tell us all this story about a time when she saw and heard a handful of flying saucers in Smyrna, Delaware in the 1950s. So she was a kid. She had never told this story to anyone, including her own husband, who she's been married to for 54 years. As soon as she started telling the story, I turned on the recorder on my phone because I knew immediately I wanted to share it with you. It's just a short recording, and forgive me for some of the background noise. It's just my phone, and we're a pretty loud family, so we were all just kind of like, wait a second, what? What? You never told anybody this? I mean, it was just like mind blown. And you know what she said? I think it might be in the recording as well, but she said, the reason I never told anyone is because I didn't want to sound stupid, and everyone would have just thought I was either playing a joke on them or being dumb or making it up or whatever. So she just kept that to herself. Can you imagine? I mean, I'm such a blabbermouth. I don't know if I could have kept it to myself. I would have told anybody that would have listened. But it was a different time then in the 1950s. And it's still not easy to tell people about our paranormal or supernatural experiences now in 2021. Here's that little clip. So um, we always played in the side yard and out in the side yard, there was a big log. Dad and mom always had flowers down the side of the driveway, but there was a log out in the yard that we used to you know, jump over and do simple things as kids. So we were out there this one day and it was Smokey, me, Penny and Cheryl. And we were, cra- we were just acting stupid somersaulting and do, yeah, doing all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, all of us must have heard this sound that, you know, how dogs react when they hear something. So it was that Your kind of, yeah, that was that kind of like a shrill like thing. Like a high-pitched. Yes, but all of us at one time all reacted to it. And we never, I mean, we weren't looking or anything. And honest to God, we fell back on the, uh, yard and looked up in the sky because that's where it sounded like the noise was coming from. And when we looked up there, there were, this is going to sound really stupid. No, it's not mm-hmm. This was like flying saucers. There were these round objects. Yes. That were cutting in like this. Mm-hmm. And they were like playing. They were cutting and cutting and cutting and making this noise that we heard. And they, it must have gone on for who knows how long. And then all of a sudden they just disappeared. I mean, they just were just like that. They were gone. They saw you watching. But that is the honest to God's truth. That happened back in. Um, so they were like 19, going in around the each other. Or? Well, they were like like you know how you slice potatoes and you get like that. Yeah. So that's how they cut in. They cut in this like this, but another one right in front of it. Just oh, like that. So how many were there? I don't know, like three or four. And then all of a sudden they were like they were playing games and they this sound that they made was hurting your ears but it wasn't like a siren or anything it was a sound that we never heard before and we were like you know we were mesmerized and we were hollering for mom 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 well she never came did come out so we were all laying on our backs looking up in the sky and as it sounded it felt like it, it 
lasted for a long time. And then all of a sudden it was like, when they disappeared, they didn't just fly away. They just disappeared. Out of thin air. Just you have never told me that story. No, me well, neither. I about flying saucers. I, I me, I would. Well, <laughs> to lots of people. I know, right? <laughs> so, did you talk about it with your siblings after that? Yeah, I mean, it was. We went in the house and we told mom and dad we saw flying saucers. Well, what are your parents going to tell you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. They okay. They don't forget to wash shit. your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was never. Wash your hands. Dinner's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I told, I told all my friends. And they say, okay, fine, boy, you saw fine. Just like people do today. Who out of your siblings that saw it was most influenced by it? Who wanted to talk about it the most? Me. You. And Me. then did any of them want to talk about it more with you? Yeah, little Smokey did. He oh, said, that, did you see the same thing I saw? And I, I mean, we were all laying on the ground looking at it. And I said, yes. And do you think it was for real? Because, uh, you know, back then, they always had an excuse for everything that you saw that was not of the norm. They right. had an excuse for. Right. I mean, they've been talking about flying saucers forever. Yeah. Forever. But every time somebody said they saw one or they thought that they had any kind of experience, you were thought to be wacko. Well, Uncle Larry, when was the atomic bomb? Flying saucers. When was it? 44. I'll tell you here in a minute. 19... No, never. Not once. I said this when we were hearing it live. 45. It's well, what would you do if you just were hanging out with your siblings and all of a sudden a bunch of flying silver discs made this crazy high-pitched sound and then did their what did she call it potato slicing right above your head as you're riding your bike minding your own business what would you do and i have to tell you my great aunt is one of those people who has a tremendous amount of integrity she's sort of the matriarch of our family so it would be very, very out of character for her to just make something up like this just to, you know, what fit in to my little podcast that she probably doesn't care too much about. So just keep that in mind. My aunt has been harboring the secret since the 1950s. Doesn't it make you wonder how many of our relatives have been harboring their secrets for decades as well? I mean... Really, ask around, ask your grandparents, ask your parents, ask your great uncles and aunts and uncles and aunts. See if there's anything there. I have a suspicion that the more you poke around and ask people about the woo, even if they don't remember at first, eventually you'll hit something. I pretty much ask everyone I come into contact with, if you let me talk with you for more than like 10 or 15 minutes, I'm going to ask you about some kind of woo. And if we talk more than an hour or so, we're definitely going to talk about direct encounters with UFOs, aliens, ghosts, or any other out-of-the-ordinary supernatural 
experiences. And I will tell you from my experience of asking hundreds and hundreds of people that almost every single person I've ever spoken with has at least one story. Think about that for a second. Go do your own investigating and I I bet you'll find something interesting. And if it's super interesting, you know where to find me. You can email me at followthewoo at gmail.com. All the woo, all the time. All right, humans, Saturn is now direct. Saturn is a planet of transformation. So if you've been having a doozy of a time too, it could be because of Saturn. I don't need any more transformation right now. I don't know about you. I just need to like chill out for a second. Hopefully things will calm down for you if they've been bajiggity in your world. Next week, we'll be on track. Normal episode. Well, not normal, but you know what I mean. It's going to be a good episode. We are talking about a haunted mansion that my friends and I investigated. We did, this was like one of my very first paranormal investigations. And we were in high school, so it was a little while ago. This is an episode I've been wanting to do for a while. Remember, episodes come out at 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time every Wednesday. Every Wednesday is Woo Wednesday. All right. I love you, people. Hold on to your freaking butts. We're going to get through it. It's going to be great. Bye. Thank you for following The Woo with me today. If you love what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to Follow The Woo wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're feeling particularly stoked about this show, please leave a review and or rating. You can also support this podcast by becoming a member of The Order of Woo, where you'll get community access and loads of extra goodies exclusively on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash follow the woo. The Order of Woo patrons bolster this podcast and community and allow for the creation of more content, products, services, and events over time. Every little bit helps, and I'm so grateful for the patrons who have joined the order already. If you've experienced something magical, mystical, or just downright weird and want to discuss it, or if you're interested in sharing your expertise, or if you want me to research a woo topic with you or for you, please email me at followthewoo at gmail.com. Join me next week for another woo topic. And remember, tell the truth, be nice to each other, and if it feels right, 